on 2SM and the Super Network. High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is five minutes after six here in the uh, final hour of High Tide for this Saturday morning. The forecast offshore west to northwesterly 15 to 25 knots, increasing to 20 to 30 knots in the morning. Winds tending westerly 25 to 35 in the evening. Seas 1.5 to 2 metres, increasing to 2 to 3 during the afternoon. So ugly as, and as mentioned before, we do have some warnings out. Gale warning for Sydney enclosed waters, Hunter Coast, Sydney Coast, Illawarra Coast and Batesman's. And we've got strong wind warnings for the Macquarie Coast and the Eden Coast, gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, no, not good. But hey, I bet you's not doing that out of Mudgee. The Mudgee mud. Let's find out how the surf is and the winds are out at Mudgee. <laughs> Mark Renazziak, right Yeah, you are. Morning, Mark. Good morning, gentlemen. It's a pretty a, a balmy two or three degrees outside. I'm only guessing I, I don't dare to go out at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not out there. No, no. It's um, yeah, it's quite quite fresh, but um, yeah, reasonably reasonably still at the moment. But um, yeah, yesterday was quite quite breezy at the uh, Budgie Show, but we'll be back there again today um, for another. Another great day. And what are you doing? I mean, what are you doing out? I go to country shows because I think they're the best. But what what are you out there for? Oh, look, just raising awareness of the party, but also reaching out to the community. You know, um, giving them an opportunity to come and talk to us about their concerns and problems, and and um, just showing them that they you know they have another another voice. Um, you know, in terms of uh, politics, um, they can come to and. And raise their issues with so it's um, you know obviously that's that's a political reason but also obviously like you said it's good to get out to these country shows and and and, and see the great produce that's been uh, uh, made out there like you know we've got over a hundred over a couple hundred exhibitors at this uh, mudgy small small farm field days right you know you got the large you know large farming equipment right down to the yeah, you know, those small artisan produce, you know, like you know, boutique ports and, and salamis and and, and scones. You know, oh, look, I haven't seen the scones yet, but I'm sure they're there. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll find them and give them a touch-up today. I'm making sure. a goose of myself once I go to those. I just want scone after scone after scone. I could put on so many so many kilos. Yeah, look, there's look, there's a lot of great stalls there. Like I spent a a good hour or so, just wandering around talking to people, and you know, I walked out with a bag of bag of stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I won't disclose how much I've spent because my wife will probably listen to this later. But um, it's um, yeah, it's, you know, the, these country shows are great. Um, not only just so we can reach out and talk to people um, about what the work that we're doing in Parliament and, and how we can help them, but also just being able to see some some great produce on display. And supporting those great regional producers is really important too. And the, the salt of the earth, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely! Just you spend a couple of hours you, you, each stall. You spend ten, fifteen minutes having a chinwag. Yeah, you know, about things, which is great. Okay, that sounds good. Now, what's Ferry Wharf? You wanted to talk about what? Which Ferry Wharf? Oh, we were, I think we've spoken about this. Well, I know we spoke about this quite a few times. This is the the. Uh, La Perouse, the Kernel Ferry, oh, yes, yes. Camo Ferry Wharves. It's um, you know it's been a been a problem child for quite a few years. Um, not, not many not many people have been happy about it. It sort of started out as uh, you know a, a Scott Morrison brain fart, and um, has progressed from there, and it's just gradually gradually got more expensive and. Originally, I think it was around ten, fifteen million dollar build, and now it's looking at seventy billion. And it goes straight through a recreational fishing haven, which we've spoken about before, straight through a critical uh, squid habitat and and seahorse habitat. And yeah, there was a promise that the um, you know the fishermen would be able to fish from the wharfs, but then now you look at the final some of the final designs, and there's no. No, um, you know, amendments being made to it, you know, to allow for that. Um, you know, there was a promise that it would be a public ferry, 
and now the you know the government or the previous government you know, started slowly backing away from that, and and now it looks like this government has as well. Um, but what's the capital gain here, Mark? I, I don't get it. What's the capital gain? Oh, I would say two squirts and none. Because um, you've got no got no infrastructure, no other public transport beside a bus to get you to La Perouse. And mm. you're going to get, do that and then go to Cornell from yeah, La Perouse? Yeah, but what are, you, what are you going to get on? How many, like, we're not talking, you know, uh, you know, a massive ferry here, are we? We're no, not, you know, you're not no. going to get 100 people on it. No, no but the, yeah, and see, the, that's the thing, the numbers, the numbers don't stack up. No. Um, even if there was this was to be a public ferry, it would have had to have been heavily subsidised. But just the the, the economics don't just it's never stacked up. Um, but they built this, you know, the design of this wharf is something ridiculous. It's over 230, 240 metres long on one on one on one side. Oh, we'll get the spirit so, of Tasmania in there. <laughs> well, yeah, well that, that's people are asking that question. You know, we just we just had a good win in terms of. Uh, saving Yarra Bay from the cruise terminal. What, what are we doing here? Um, like, why does the why does the, this this ferry wharf need to be so long? Why have you why have you backed away from um, it being a public ferry? And why have you backed away from having recreational fishing access on it? You know, to replace the fact that you're going straight through a recreational fishing haven. Why did the why did the previous government? prematurely sign a, a $45 million contract with McDonald Dowd to start building this thing, even before they had federal approval. Yeah. So the, pre- the previous government sort of screwed this government into actually going ahead with it. Otherwise, they've got to, they've got to sort of rip up a $45 million contract. Um, it, it was a planning approvals in place for it, or was it preempted? The, it was preemptive. They didn't. They had, well, they, they had a, they had the state planning approvals in place, but they still needed the federal sign off in terms of um, the environment and, and biodiversity and, and and stuff like that. And there was a there was a heap of uh, compliance controls that were being put in place around this because of you know the damage that they were able to do. Um, and um, but they they signed the contract anyway. And I asked. I asked them in estimates, is this normal? And the Secretary admitted that it wasn't. That's not something that they would normally do. So you got to ask the question why they would do that unless they were just trying to, you know, ram this project through before, you know, it potentially got, you know, canned by the federal government or canned by the next government. Uh, it just sounds like someone's wet dream that, oh, I want to get a ferry from La Perouse to Cornell. I don't want to drive around the bay. For you and ninety of your closest mates, yeah, it, it just it, it it doesn't it doesn't stack up no. in any way or fashion, and um, it's yeah, it's just a shame that it even got to this. It, it's this nearly point. as bad as they wanting to put a passenger terminal down there. Well, that's it. The same the same reasons the same reasons that the Arabay cruise terminal was a bad idea are the exact same reasons why this is a bad idea. Yeah, um, in terms of environmental economics, you know, public amenity, you know, it's an almost identical case. Um, and the irony of it all is now the, now, now the Transport Department is actually giving out, has given out more government grants to um, one community organisation, one of the universities, to, you know, apparently research and protect this endangered seagrass um, and these two these two people have, or these two groups that have got the money they're the ones that are pushing for this uh, bloody ferry that's going to rip up all this endangered seagrass it's just like, it's comical um, so if they build it'll be very short lived like the Mossman to Rose Bay ferry they put in a number of years ago and it didn't last very long just wasn't economically viable. Yeah, but then you then you're left with this great white elephant and this seventy million dollar debt. Oh, they, oh, look, I agree with this. No it's, problem. It's not our money. It's other people's yeah. money. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's how the government sort of seems to think. They spend like drunken sailors, but yeah. um, it's yeah, it's someone else's money, and it is yeah, it is going through a recreational fishing haven, but. You know, our money. Our money was spent yeah. um, to buy buy the commercial fishermen out in that area. Yeah, 
okay. um, and now it's been ripped up. So okay, we'll have to keep our eye on it, Mark. Yeah, absolutely. It's, there's got to be some tough questions for the, uh, the the transport minister when we when we get back in parliament. So good. Um, the treasurer's just rang. He said you can buy a million dollars worth of scones. <laughs> Half comes to me, though. That's, that's, that's nice. He's, 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 that's nice. He's been doing the old Mother Hubbard trick. You right? <laughs> so must, must have found something behind the couch. <laughs> okay, Mark, thanks very much for your time this morning. No problem, Scott. Talk okay, to, bye. Mark okay. Benaziak, member of the MLC for the Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party. We'll take a break. It's 15 minutes past six. Talking sport. So I managed to work out how to listen to you fellas when I was over, oh, over really? in Malaysia. So good to come back at three o'clock and listen to Tungsy's one-liners. Pappy pronouncing the names of all those boys that I couldn't even half get my tongue around. Graham explaining all the complicated rules in layman's terms, and then of course Robbo. <laughs> if Tigers don't win, he always takes his happy pills before he comes on. Weekdays from three. I'll be saying, what on earth? Is the world coming to an Aussie in charge of Tottenham Hotspur? And it's not any club. We are talking Tottenham, Tottenham. Hotspur. This is 2SM. So I got invited out to watch the State Origin. Mate, you wouldn't believe it. Now, I've been kicked out a few pubs in my life. <laughs> <laughs> this bloke shut the pub down at 9.30. As soon as the game was over, he kicked everybody out. Absolutely yeah. classic. Queensland are the, are the biggest certainties to ever go around oh, in a football okay. game next game. The biggest certainties in Origin yep. history. The biggest, biggest certainties to ever in... go around in a region. Wow. Talking Sport, weekdays from three. G'day, it's old rivals Ben Hennett and Josh Morris. At Coach, you can hire whatever you want for the job, like a floor grinder. Or a floor stripper, eh? Or a road saw. <laughs> or an excavator. Or even a power drill. <laughs> what is that? Okay, Josh, you won this round. Hire any equipment for any job. Visit your nearest Coates or Bunnings Warehouse. Coates, equipped for anything. Staying healthy and active requires support. So stock up on vitamins from Chemist Warehouse. Look for Blackmore's Probiotic Plus Immune Defence 30 Capsules, $18.99. Nature's own odourless fish oil, 1,000 milligram, 500 capsules, $22.99. Caruso's Vitamin K2 Plus D3, 60 capsules, $24.97. And Wagner Super Joint Support, 200 capsules, $29.99. For great savings every day, come home to Chemist Warehouse. Are you thinking of making a move away from the hustle and the bustle of city life? Maybe you've got a few acres and a new country-style house in mind. Huh? Well, whatever you're after, you can build it very, very easily with Pal Kit Homes. Find out more at Pal Kit Homes. That's P-A-L-P-A-L-Kithomes.com.au or phone them. Pal Kit Homes, their telephone number is 1-800-024-912. one 800 912 Your flight centre, night centre, see the starry light centre, cruise centre, tours centre, are you insured centre? Stay young, have some fun, follow the sun, take the plunge, easy done centre, island top, over the top, one stop shop, never stop, your centre, our centre, flight centre, at the centre for 40 years. This is 2SM Sydney. On 2SM and the Super Network, High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing. Welcome back to High Tide. Kieran Grant and Alan in the studio. Let's go up to Duff's Salamander Bait and Tackle. Salamander Way, Salamander Bay, 4982071 in the Shells Coles Express Service Station. Thank you. That was a good interview, Matt. Happy Saturday, fellows. Yeah, I'm, I'm still, I feel a bit redundant now. I'm done. So I'll go have a coffee. Oh, no, no, no. You haven't mentioned the price oh, of the fancy diesel. <laughs> oh, oh, now, hang on for a second. I can see it from actually the fancy diesel, 183.9. We'll go backwards. The normal diesels, 174.9. Um, whatever the one under unleaded is, I can't see it now. 192 V power it is, 192.9. And unleaded, 169.9. I don't know. Does that compare in Sydney? Are we in front? I haven't seen the Sydney prices yet, but I can tell you it's cheaper than Queensland, and Queensland always used to be cheaper than New South Wales. Yeah, it's a long drive up there, though. You, you no, but... All your petrol. No, but their, their lovely Premier took off the, the money and added bits and pieces up there. 
Oh, no, she's not. Uh, she didn't work for me on Anastasia, sorry. No, um, no. But anyway, uh, that's politics for me aside, because it's about as political as I get. Yes. Um, I like Gladys, actually. When I was saying it, poor old Gladys. I'm with you. Actually, I think she was very hardly done. Yeah, but I'm with I, you. Indeed, I do. I think she did a tremendous job during that COVID, and I yes. think they should have just let her finish it off. She deserved that. But anyway, well done, Gladys. Good for you. I, I mean, she might be official lady. You never know. Um, what's happening? Oh, look, we've got those horrible westerly winds hanging around for... Had them yesterday. They're going to, I think, reappear today. There's a little puff at the moment. And then, again, on Sunday. So let's hit the school holiday weekend. Right. But no rain predicted of any significance. So that's one thing. And then, um, as my grandmother said, a nice drying day it will be. But, uh, look, there's some still some spots to fish. Plenty of blackfish on the main break wall. But you'll be limited to fishing on the inside more so, I'd say, with those those westerly winds. Both uh, Actually, weed baits are working a little bit better. Uh cabbage during the week. I got some on Tuesday when it did rain up here a bit and then um, they seem to take the cabbage quite readily but then it appears that weed is the way to go at the moment. So um, the weed bait's there. So that'll be the way to... Up near Simba, a little boat that's moored in um, on the inside there near the steps. So burly heavy, I'd say. High concentration of burly would be the way to go. Uh, a yod boom in there but not too many. Some tail taken off inside of the break wall as well, and some squid. Um, I hear his reports of some squid from the inside break wall. Uh, on the ocean beaches, a few brim around. They sort of tapered off a little bit. I think three days of the westerly wind might get some fish travelling, so hopefully we get a new a new lot up here for next week when it settles down. The sea's relatively slight, I think, and your ocean rocks would be right to have a fish. I think drummer, drummer and blackfish at Fisherman's Bay and um, around Boat Harbour. Uh, remember to wear your own life jacket when you go fishing there and we're just talking about rock boots. If you've got a pair of rock boots, they'd be the way to go too. Those little neoprene golf shoe type things these days. Remember the old cleats? We used to put the old cleats on the old volleys. Yes. Um, that was many years ago when I was rock fishing too. Um, and no life, no life vests needed then, but still, uh, or you should have uh, probably worn them because I went for a couple of swims over the years. But uh, only little ones. But no rock fishing for me, only the break these days. Uh, what was I going to say? I felt like I was 185 my second day on the rocks down there too climbing up and down the rocks so things are getting bad but then I still haven't got the big trolley if you really go black fishing you've got to have the big pool trolley I don't know if you've seen those the guys go to Bunnings and get those garden ones and fill them up with all the sand and stuff like that and drag them down the break wall but not yet I'm still carrying the buckets um what else do we get? I'm just looking in the diary. Some salmon, heap of salmon around. Uh, some tail around Single Bay reported yesterday on pilchard and uh, pilchard baits and and um, metals there. And that westerly wind, finger you'd be able to fish quite well because that westerly wind would be over you, over you, sort of back behind you. Um, the only thing is it's going to clear the water up. So you want to go down before the sun comes up, and I don't think there's much swell going on. Um, uh, southern end of Box Beach, off the rocks there. Also worth a crack for Taylor. Um, outside fishing, probably not this this particular, this weekend, I don't think. She's going to be a bit blowy. But if you did get around the front, you could try the ledge. You could try around Fingal Island. You might be a bit of protection there. It's just going to be a bit untidy coming back in. You're just going to get hit with that westerly when you come back in. But just be aware of that, and I think you'll be all right. So, look, if you want to take the grandkids out or the kids are on holidays, there's always Sally Shaw's Wharf behind Bannister's Pub, always the wharf opposite Shell Bay Country Club, or Shell Bay Beach up the top there. The little beach end's always worth a crack, so something for everyone. Like I said, it's not raining, so uh, fingers crossed it doesn't get as windy as they say. Okay. No worries. Thank you yeah, for that. You, you have That's a great... Okay. What time are you there till? Uh, 11 o'clock. Tony's coming in this afternoon. <laughs> uh, half, half a day. Baldrick. And then he's going to be doing tomorrow morning. So, okay. Uh, I no doubt you put the race tips on Facebook. Absolutely. So we'll get a good so, report in the morning then. Tony's on. Yeah, yeah well, I'm going to tell him... <laughs> An update. One at least... What's that? He's, he said an updated report at least. Oh, of course. Well, Yada's looking at me here. The security, uh, the security mascot for the store. He doesn't. Uh, I might get him to do the radio. Yeah. He's yeah. pretty good French bulldog. He'd have. Some, I don't know. I don't think he can speak French. I have to talk to him about that. Um, you got to understand dog about, first. Hey. You got to understand dog language first. Ah. Uh, he well, barks I don't in know. French. You should some of the customers. Yeah, yeah. I can. I reckon I'd be able to. I can do that easy. <laughs> I can converse with my I had, uh, had many of the regulars in here yesterday solving world peace. The voice, um, the war in Ukraine, they solved it all in the shop. I don't even know what we need. Any of I, won't um, take, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but the, the other day I spoke to um, a gentleman who owns the Nelson Bay Fishing Charters, and uh, I was going to talk to him this weekend, but the conditions yeah. offshore aren't good enough. But he said yeah. to me, you know, 
I'm famous because I took Duff out to catch his first marlin. Oh, right. You don't know what you can't think of what his name is off the top of your head. No, I can't think. Of it. No, neither can I. Actually, I'm just trying to think. Oh, when you do talk to him, let me know next week. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw um, Graham probably two weeks ago. Actually, he went fishing with Ross. The other Ross Duffy, they went out. So, um, I think they went up to Broughton and had a good day. Got a few snapper and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, you don't see don't see him around very much anymore. I remember every time I see him, he shakes my hand and smiles. <laughs> <laughs> I should imagine. No worries. Right now, I've got to go and do some work. Thanks, right, Matty. Bye. Duff's Salamander bait and tackle. <laughs> it's 25 it past me six. Up. We'll take a up. break. No, no, no. We're not going to take oh. a break. No, no, no. Oh, Swanny. Yeah, we're going up over the border. Gee, Swanny must be in a good 21 mood. degrees. You haven't been there for a long while. No, we've got seven mud oh, he's got some. Day. He's got some oh. great vegetables, too. They've been lashing into the vegetables. Oh, and the mud crabs. Cook, make sure they're cooked before Kieran gets there, Swanee. They got morning. rid of them already, just in case. Yeah, no, we're listening. Yeah, I don't speak dog, but I had a dog that's feet human. <laughs> yeah. You asked him what the sleep condition was like, he used to go rough. <laughs> rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, well, the uh, mud crab was very good on Monday night. I managed to get it in. I was caring right now the day I tell him. Uh, it was an equal PB. Um, there were seven crabs in there, five keepers. Uh, and, yeah, nice and full of meat. And, uh, they were promised crabs, so they're the hardest ones to catch. I promise the mate. But, um, he's a manly supporter, so you've got to feel sorry for him. I promised him some crabs are going down to Bribey Island when the caravan was stay down there in the Bribey Island caravan park for a few days. And he, I tied them all up for him, and he come around and picked them up on Wednesday, uh, on no, Tuesday, and uh, he went home. And he, I said, "You got them green? You can do what you like. You can cook them, or you can have chili mud crab. You can do whatever you like with them." And he said, "Yeah, they'll be good. Everyone will enjoy them when we go away down there." Anyway, his missus dropped the dog off with mine and his dog on Thursday. And she said, those mud crabs are beautiful. So they never made it to Bribey Island. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew they wouldn't. No, it's good. <laughs> they only get yeah. eaten by the crocodiles down there too. Yeah. <laughs> no, no crocodiles on Bribey No, no, I've seen it on Facebook. They look suspiciously they like dolphins, but they, they are apparently crocodiles. Uh, yeah. And dingoes. And dingoes. <laughs> dingoes with a lady yeah, on beyond the other day. <laughs> Yeah, they're getting out of hand on Gary. I'll tell you, the dingoes, they're biting tourists on the backside. Mm. Mm. I don't know if she wasn't a bad sort of, I wouldn't mind. I, was, I wasn't going there. I wasn't going there. I wasn't either. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, pretty curly at the moment. They said 10 degrees, but the southwest is blowing. It's up to about 10 knots already. They reckon it's going to get away 15 to 20 all weekend. And then again, Monday, back to... Light and variable, so anyone's got Monday off, I'll have a bit of fun out there. Um, yeah, I wouldn't go too wide. It's pretty choppy out wide, but they're um, still getting some good snapper. Well, at this time of year, the snapper moving is just in the end. Close in Reese. Murphy's probably the pick of the Reese at the moment. That's a few K south of the blinker marker out off Malula Bar there on the 10K mark. Uh, the few around the nearings, uh, plenty of burley get some going um, the only trouble is uh, you want to get into them this week I think next Saturday is the snapper closure I'll have to look it up on the website pretty sure it starts yeah, on the 15th I think it is snapper and pearl perch I think two shot in there so uh, this week's your last chance for a while to get a crack at them um, the beaches have been pretty quiet it's been pretty flat uh, there have been a few brim off North Shore uh, we'd strip some mud off the best bait. Uh, a few tail around the headlands on, uh, on metal slugs. Um, I noticed, uh, Robbie Sherwell, as our local, uh, beach reporter here on the news last night. We were given the surf report there and they definitely had the long boards out. It was only about half a metre as well down around the Lulabar and, and the dredges working full time down there at the moment, I think, by the looks of it, uh, with the, with, the Flat conditions are uh, working on the on the, the uh, around the mouth of the Malula River. Get it well dredged. 
but they're pouring the sand up onto the beach and I noticed like the dirty water going out into the surf. Might be worth a try around there. It'd be like a big burly trail, I reckon. Yeah, yeah really worth a try. Longboards, what are they? <laughs> Remember them? Malibu's. Malibu's. I'd, my first board was a uh, 13-foot plywood plank. <laughs> my longboard's 6'4". Six, 6'4". Four. Six, four. <laughs> <laughs> that was back in the day. Yeah. Back in the early, back in the early 60s. It was actually made by... Um, uh, football coach extraordinaire John Money. <sighs> Old John Money. He had a yep. shed down from the, the Central Coast Beach. there. Um, he came to Parramatta as a coach. That's right. Yeah. He came down and worked yeah. under Jack Gibson. Yeah, I think he played for Cronulla, didn't he, for a while? Played yeah. For Cronulla. But he was playing yeah. for the locals at Long Jetty or somewhere like that. Okay, Swanee, thank you for that. Okay. You have a great Bye day up there. Boy. And we'll, uh, okay, we'll ship yeah, off Kieran enough. next week. They're getting the, the young guns are in there, and they're getting a few uh, in the rivers. Uh, a little bit quiet, but they've they're been out around the cod hole and around the bridge there all all week in their little tinnies with the electric motors, and they've been pulling a few school dues. So uh, worth a look there, especially now. Yeah. So when are you coming up, Kieran? Uh, probably next weekend. Well, the crabs are going off the bite then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, work hard, mate. I'll work out um, for you. We'll yeah. work something. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll try and make my way up that. Yeah, I'll talk to you during the week anyhow. Okay. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, Swanee. Right. Thanks, Yvonne. Okay. We'll take a break. Right now, Make-A-Wish is supporting over 800 critically ill kids across Australia. That's more Wish Kids than ever before who need your support. Wish Kids like Cooper. Eight-year-old Cooper has a rare neurological condition and often spends his holidays in hospital. His biggest wish is to have a fun holiday in the snow, throwing snowballs and building a snowman. Thanks to Make-A-Wish, that's all about to come true. Helping sick kids like Cooper find hope is something we all have the power to do. You can help create inspirational wishes. Donate today at makeawish.org.au. From sailboats to yachts to jet skis, Finance Easy offer leisure craft loans with flexible repayments to suit your budget and lifestyle. And they give you an answer within 24 hours. They've taken the hassle out of borrowing money for your new pride and joy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying is easy. Visit the website and provide a few details. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. If you want to learn how to light up your career in an electrical trade or organise the office in admin, MEGT can connect you with thousands of employers Australia-wide. Earn while you learn with the number one experts in apprenticeship and traineeships. With a dedicated accounts team in every state, MEGT supports you from start to finish. Find your me with MEGT and visit megt.com.au forward slash jobs. Hot, hot body you've ever seen Ring comes on steady, hot and strong It just keeps on and on Ream Ambi Heat Heat Pump Winner of Canstar Blues Innovation Excellence Award 2023 Except nothing less than Australia's best Hey, it's Candy here. As a presenter in the world of sport, I see many powerful performances. Now, thanks to Azito, we're helping power your next DIY project. Did you know Azito's 18-volt range is powered by Einhell? German-designed quality, driving innovation and performance. So you can power over 85 cordless tool and garden products with the same battery. Azito, powering DIYers all day, every day. Exclusively available at Bunnings Warehouse. Something wonderful happens when you visit Mildura. The city vibe continues, but the outback's only moments away. Fresh produce is endless, the embers are hotter, and the night skies seem longer. Nature sings, kangaroos graze, and the sun glistens magically on the river. Photos captured and stories told are shared amongst family and friends. So, when you're ready, start your journey with us. Visit mildura.com.au 2SM has Sydney talking. 
more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could now go. to find out how things have been going down the south coast. And to do so, we catch up with Greg Reed. Good morning, Greg. How are you? Good morning, team. How are we today? We're not bad. The boys are out just grabbing a cup of coffee at the moment. That'll be their 18th for the day. You know what it's like when you wake up early. Well, you don't know what it's like when you wake up early. You're on on holidays at the moment. How good's that? Have you been getting out and doing any fishing? Yeah, did the did the bear go to the forest? <laughs> Absolutely. I think the bear wandered down in the forest quite often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I suppose I should have asked if you've been have you been doing anything other than fishing? That would have been more appropriate too, wouldn't it? Wind yeah, conditions. I've been, doing a bit of, I've been doing a bit of surfing too. Oh well, see, that's why I love you because you're a man of multi talents, right? Yeah. The, yeah. the winds have been a bit uh, bit hectic of late, and they're supposed oh, to get it's worse. been all right. The last couple of days, it's it's picked up Friday, and then today, well, sea breeze is showing. I can't repeat it on air, but I call it the brown something your pants um scale. Yeah, you know, on sea breeze, we got a little brown, a couple of little brown arrows for this afternoon. Um, so we're going to get a spike um, as that next area of low pressure, that next front comes through Bass Strait or south of Bass Strait, and that exits Bass Strait. So the westerlies are going to pick up. Um, you know, probably near. In fact, I reckon we probably even just about get gale force this afternoon for a few hours. Mm. So it'd be early if you have to go today, um, but uh, certainly by the afternoon you want to be you want to be tucked away somewhere or preferably in a small trailer boat off the water. Yeah, yeah when in uh, doubt, don't go out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, if you're, if you're on a cruising boat somewhere and you're lucky to be doing that, well, you'd be tucked away somewhere on in a nice sheltered little spot. But, um, yeah, Westerly's coming through, and it's been pretty much west now for most of the week. The week started with light northerlies and then sort of dropped out a bit. The guys um, fishing for tuna have had, uh, I think they had nearly three days in a row um, to get out and get amongst it. Um, but uh, certainly <laughs> certainly not this weekend. It's always the way, isn't it? You hang out to go tuna fishing too, and then the weekend comes, and then it blows dogs off chains. Um I will say too, if you're coming down this way, there's there's four good tackle stores in Nowra now, and the longest serving one is McCallum's, and um, it's probably fair to say that they're right across the whole tuna thing in terms of local knowledge, uh, sea surf attempts, and if you need any last minute gear, they're on the highway there at South Nowra as well. So go in and check them out. Um, tell Gab and the boys that I sent you. Um, but uh, in the meantime, inshore, yeah, swell's dropping right off. So it wouldn't actually be a bad afternoon today to fish the rocks because that swell is backing right off. A um, few uh, blackfish around on the uh, rocky headlands and drummer. Um, expect some snapper in really close. You can use the Pro Lua Prey Minnow for that one. I'll give you the tip there. Um, it was purely designed for snapper in that space, so just fish nice. There's a, there's a whole bunch of crew that do fish purely lure off the rocks as well, not just bait. But um, winter time, July, that's when you see them, uh, see the bigger fish uh, come in, come in shallow. Um, there's, look, there's still a few kings, and and there will be all winter sniffing around, particularly some bigger models. So some of those uh, low lying ledges that are going to, you know, where you're out of the westerly this weekend uh, could produce. I always have uh, some good stick baits in your. Um, in your kit as well, but uh, live squid and, and yakkers seem to be doing the damage at the moment. Um, water temps have had really cooled right off, so most of the sort of bonito have retreated, I think, for the season now. Um, what else have we got? Squid. Squid everywhere. The water's nice and clear, so uh, orange and pink is my favourite. Pick your low light periods uh, for those or your, your, your high tides, and there's plenty of land-based options for those as well if you're up in Kalala. And you want to catch some squid on the on the school holidays? Get out on the wharf there, or even down at um, even down at uh, Moona Creek out of, out of Huskisson. You should get a few squid around there, and that's pretty hard to beat. Um, good feeder that goes down pretty good. Um, we've been actually chasing Luderick this week. Uh, me and the boy and a couple of his mates. Uh, good to see the kids all getting into their uh, Luderick fishing. It's actually, to be honest, been a little bit tough. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not in the numbers that um, I'd expect them to be or in the spots that I'd expect them to be, so I'm probably going to have to do a bit more investigation with that. But, um, yeah, look, if you haven't fished for blackfish, there's, there's plenty of info on, on the YouTubes. What um, would cause that, Greg, do you think? What, is it, is uh, it? Shorter answer is I don't know. Mm. 
Mm. Um, there's there's always seasonal variabilities, you know. Fish don't always follow the same pattern, and and you know you've got wet seasons, you've got dry seasons. The the rain's actually been backed off quite a bit at the moment. Um, they're probably just still out on the headlands, the bulk of them anyway, um, on the headlands or the inshore reefs. Yeah. And, uh, what do we got? Generally by the second week in July though, I, I just bank on the fact that a lot of the big, what we call the travellers, actually on the south coast anyway, start to come into the estuary. So maybe we're about a week early really, but generally speaking by early July, you can you can rustle up a, a good feed of luderic actually in the estuary. And the reality is they're in the estuaries year round, but you get those big travelling fish, which um, you could almost sight cast to because the water down here is really clean. In fact, I'll, I've, one of my preferences is to actually fly fish for luderic. It's, it's great fun, and you're actually, in that case, you are sight casting two fish, which is which is pretty cool because you can do that also on the rocky headlands and um, on some of the beaches down here as well. But, look, it's it's a really simple, tried and tested um, technique, you know, in terms of getting your float balanced up. Um, I no longer use weed. I just use uh, weed flies. Um, you can get them in most good tackle stores now. Or if you're struggling with that, go to BWC Flies. They've actually got a store now um, on the central coast. I've been using their flies for, I don't think I've used bait for well over a decade now anyway. In fact, yeah, probably well over that. Um, so green weed flies, just uh, I put a bit of S-factor on mine. I'll rub them in a bit of seaweed. Uh, but you just got to get the float balanced up, and it's um, it's pretty cool. Like to you know, once the kids start getting into it as well, um, you know, and they get their first uh, luderic on on a, on a float, it, it takes a bit of preparation, it takes a bit of concentration. But when it all comes together, it's pretty good. They fight pretty good on the light tackle, and um, no catch and release if their size in this part of the world for those, because there's a species there in abundance. They're probably the ones that we should be targeting for a feed because there's plenty of them, and they're generally not that hard to catch. But we're going to have to do a bit more homework because they're not they have, just haven't been in the traditional spots in the lower parts of the estuaries. But I would try down from the RSL Club at Sussex Inlet and the lower reaches of the Sussex Inlet River as well, which we haven't done yet. Um, basin itself has um, has definitely sort of remains cooled right off. I think that story won't change now to the end of August. Um, but if you're really keen in there, three-pound leaders, long leaders for the brim. Um, there will still be a few big chopper tailor in there, but the water temps in there at the moment, 12, 13 degrees. So the metabolism on the fish has slowed right down. So you're just going to have to fish slow um, and use really light leaders um, in the estuaries. But, um, yeah, just look out for the uh, look out for the westerlies today. And, and once again, the, the, the big, slimy, dark speed humps, they're everywhere at the moment. <laughs> Thicker than cockroaches. Um, I think they had the whale survey last weekend, but there's plenty of vantage points if you're coming down there and you want a whale watch, uh, particularly at the Ruin Lighthouse. That's not a bad spot. Um, we've had the odd one actually in the bay, and there's some locations south of Jervis Bay as well where they've been swimming in pretty close to shore. So lots of um, lots of vantage points. To, uh, once again, with the whole boat winter boating program down here, you want to be really careful if you're boating in the dark at the moment because um, there's stacks of them and they can be a hazard to navigation. Yeah. Some of the vision yeah. on social media has been absolutely crazy of the whales too. And they're, while we're supposed to keep away from them, they're quite happy to come up and have a look at our boats, aren't they? Yeah, that's it. Someone should start finding the whales. <laughs> <laughs> Send the fun police after the wild. Yeah. How have things been going with Pro Lewis? I know that the last time I spoke to you privately about this, you were kicking more and more goals and more and more places were coming online stocking them. Yeah, we have. Um, you'll find them in all um, BCF stores now. That was probably uh, a little bit over a month or six weeks ago now. Um, overall, it's pretty good. I think, you know, the, the tackle industry at the moment in winter down south always tends to go through a bit of a quiet period which is kind of nice in a way so you can sort of regroup but i mean we've got a lifetime's worth of work to choose through so mate there's never really a dull moment and yeah. uh, we've got a lot of we've got a lot of good stuff coming i can actually tell you we, we do have a uh, another hard body coming soon um, aimed for the barra market so i guess you'd call it a barra shad and a hard bodied shad that's a shad style deep diving lure um, we've designed it for barrel, um, but it's going to catch a whole lot of other species, particularly down south, um, uh, uh, flathead. And um, I, re- I reckon I'm, I'm looking forward to throwing this. It's 94 mil long, and I'm looking forward to throwing this for some of the sea run trout down in Tassie as well. 
like there's a big presentation, big lure, big fish. I'm yeah. A, I'm a big fan. Yeah. They're always so, yeah, a lot easier uh, to. A few things in the pipeline though, Grant, as always. Um, so stay tuned in in that space. It's it's all pretty positive, really. It's always fun to watch a, a business grow, particularly one that's growing as quick as uh, Pro Lewis. Greg, thanks so much for your time today. Appreciate it. If you don't get out over the weekend, I hope it's an enjoyable one cutting the grass nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't have grass at my place, Grant, and that's a strategic plan, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. More serving at Disney time. Yeah. Afternoons with Brent Boltitude. According to West Farmer's Michael Chaney, cashed-up international investors are going to be turned off if the voice fails. Brent Boltitude. He should have more decorum as uh, the leader of this country, and he's doing anything he can to try and tip this over the edge. The problems they have in Alice Springs. If the voice is going to change that, tell us how it's going to change that, because that's the sort of rhetoric that we're not getting from the Prime Minister. 2SM Sydney with Brent Boltitude. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel is something that may assist you. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-6671-359. You wouldn't operate a chainsaw blindfolded. You wouldn't ride your dirt bike blindfolded. And you wouldn't walk on your roof blindfolded. Yet too many people dig without searching before you dig online first. Because if you don't search first, you're digging blind. Avoid high-pressure gas mains and high-voltage electricity cables every time. Search before you dig online every time. And never dig blind. Next time you consider exploring the unknown, think about upping your game and taking your adventure to the next level with Maxxis tyres. With a range of four-wheel drive patterns, including the popular Maxxis Razor, we've got you covered to make sure you get the ultimate adventure every time. Maxxis tyres. Check out the range today at maxxistires.com.au. That's M-A-X-X-I-S. Maxxistires.com.au. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. Polaris end of financial year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar and the six-seat Ranger Northstar Crew. Get 2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger Diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approved purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris, think outside. 2SM, Sydney's Talking, 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could... 11 minutes away from 7 here on High Tide. I've got a bit of a story to tell you. I'm just waiting for our next guest to come online. Okay. Call him again? During the week, during the week, I was having uh, catch-ups with a few friends, and there was a few women at the table, and they were talking about holidays. I said, I know a bloke, right, that works in the fishing industry, loves the fishing industry, and went on a holiday, took his family on a holiday to the world's biggest fish market. She said, I've got a name for people like that. I said, what's that? She said, X's. Paul Burt, g'day. <laughs> He went over there for the theme park. He's, he's, my, he's my hero, mate. If yeah. he can get away with that, I think he's gold. Mate, Disneyland. It was awesome. We took the kids there and it was really good. Hang on, good hang, on hang on, hang on. Who had Disneyland? more fun, the kids or you? Oh, mate, I did. <laughs> Although, I've got to say, the first thing you get when you walk in there is a beer, right? You walk around the park with a beer. And it's the, the, the Japanese beer 
Kieran beer. Kieran, so yeah, good. that's it's the so one. Yummy. Yeah, Kieran beer is good. Oh, and it, cu- it comes on tap. <laughs> and it's, uh, no, it's uh, you know, but it's really creamy over here. It's different to what we get back home, and it's uh, it's quite an amazing thing. Oh, look, the first thing you do is you get that, and you get a chicken leg that's smoked, so it tastes like smoked timber. Um, but the, the, it's the smoking uh, arrangement that they use that works really well. So it, it, it's quite a, um, it, it's it's beautiful. I absolutely love it. It was a, a it was awesome. The Disneyland Sea, uh, that's one that I really like. It's, um, it's, uh, you know, it's got lots of rides and all that jazz on it. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it was just nice. Kids loved it and it was a bit of fun. Yeah, it's good. Nothing like the fish market, so that was even better. Fish market. <laughs> did you buy Grant that tuna? Mate, I did, but I ate it. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, it, <laughs> it was, uh, it, I, I had a little slice of it, mate. To be honest with you, just a little slice. You were trying to work out. You were trying to work out how you were going to get it back, and I thought just put a, blo- a Queensland football jumper on it and a cap, sit sit it down next to yourself, and say, "Now, son, be quiet the entire flight. You'll get away with." It. Okay, you might have to leave your kid there, but you know it, there has to be losses. He <laughs> <laughs> can't Mate, leave the kid behind because he's got no one to teach him how to fish. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going hard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hey, did, no, that's all right. That's did, all right. Paul, did you try the $400 kilo KB steak? Mate, I, I did. Um, I, well, I didn't have a kilo. I had 60 grams. And um, it was... <laughs> we were in a, a little place called Kyoto. It was beautiful. Absolutely stunning place um, in Osaka down there. Everything's pretty close to down Hiroshima and all that. But anyway, the, um, the steak, yeah, I went to a, a joint and uh, you had a, a little bit of steak. I had to try it when you were there, you know, but I yes. didn't have bucks, and it was, uh, I think I paid about $80 or something um, for a set menu, but, uh, you know, for, to share, and we all had a little piece of the steak to, but, you know, I'll be honest with you, mate, um, it was, um, you know, maybe, maybe I'll cook it wrong, but to, yeah, I, I couldn't tell much difference. Yeah, okay. But, although they served it with fat, of that 80 grams, 40 grams was fat. That's right, now, it's, that, that's, actually with their, <clears throat> that's a taste. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, that's yeah, the that taste. Yeah, taste, absolutely. So I, I ate the steak and then, uh, like a little bit of steak, and then I realised you, you had to have the fat with it, so yes. I just ate the fat. <laughs> then went for a jog. <laughs> oh, dear. I, I like all the little stalls, a little little hole-in-the-wall places. That's where you get the best food over there, I reckon. Oh, mate, it was, man, that was amazing. You know, when you come back to Tokyo, which is the world's largest city, you know, 35 or 37 million people live in the city. You know, it's you know, more the population of Australia combined is one place, um, which is where we're at the moment. And it, it, it's just incredible. Like, it, um, you, 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 there's one area uh, my brother Dougie told me to head to, and we did. Uh, he's up here a bit. And um, mate, it was just, a, you know, it's, it's all the side streets. It's like Bali, all the side, little side areas. And you go down there, and it's um, hot as all sin. And then you've got all the, like, the wet markets with the fish and yeah. all this other stuff. And they have oysters the size of your foot. They're huge oysters. And, um, and then you just walk along. There's clothes shops, there's jewelry shops, there's bags, everything. But it's all markets, but it's the size of a... It's the size of Penrith. Right? And, and you, you're walking through, and literally, you know, wherever you go, you've, you've got you know, someone coming out and talking to you about what they've got. And... Um, the, uh, they've got whiskey bars just pop up like you just stand there and just drink a whiskey out of a cup but it's all hippie whiskey it's all really good whiskey that's Suntory and um, Suntory mm. mate, it's all through there absolutely 100% and they're all sitting all through there and you just have a, have a sip by the time you get from one end of the street and there's about 55 streets <laughs> the time you do one street you're half cut and then you, then you start buying shit shirts and <laughs> You wake up the next day and you think, where's all the money going? You go, oh, crap, there it all is there. Look at that. Hang on, you'd have to go to a sumo shop to buy shirts over there. Uh, Yeah, they don't have Ten City, so maybe they... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they don't add up too well because they don't go past size 12 on their shirts. I said, oh, do you have this size? I said, what size? I said, 14. They go... Oh, no. Not half. No. 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 <laughs> no. 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 You're right. I know what I say. Yeah, that no, was all good. It was all good. But they've got fish there. Like, you know, they've got, um, oh, they've got everything. Eels, prawns, fish. Everything's laid out beautifully, but it is very hot. So, uh, hey, so whether, whether I'd 
Not like our fish markets here. Sydney fish markets yesterday made the news because there was a brawl down on the floor at the fish markets. Mm. Three blokes were into it. (laughs) True story. My flathead. Your flathead. My flathead. I'll give you a flathead. Two were uh, attacking a a neutral shirt. Yeah. So, uh, Paul, we're going to have to go. All right, cool, guys. Well, I'm back in You back in Sydney tomorrow? uh, Yeah, he's back in the Gold Coast tomorrow morning, mate. Yeah. yeah, back tomorrow. And, uh, of course, Sydney Boat Show. Put it on to list. It's only coming up just around the corner. Three to six uh, August. That's it. all about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, can't wait. I can't wait to talk about it tomorrow because it's so good. Okay, Paul. <laughs> Thanks for that. Oh, Paul Sayonara. <laughs> Sayonara. And good the Boat lucky. Show is on August the 3rd and, to the 6th and good, four days. Good of him. Obviously, he was talking very quiet because he's standing in the corridor because yes. the family are all... Yes. doesn't want to wake them up. Hey, before we go, yes. is there a boat that I can get at a sensible price? You can. A 429 Stasis side console, 50 horsepower Yamaha, all rigged up, safety gear, regos, LED navigation lights for you, Grant. But and you, for don't high tra- top- you don't trail, you don't trade in yachts. No, 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 pass no. And it's for high tide listeners, special price twenty nine nine ninety. I've go. got a mooring minder. I don't know about a yacht. But That's clever. <laughs> got a mooring minder. <laughs> you could trade the, yacht, the mooring in. If you're thinking of heading out today, don't. You, you might be a lunatic. <laughs> West to northwesterly, 15 to 20 knots, increasing 20 to 30. Then later on in the afternoon, tending westerly, 25 to 35. That's just sustained, and you can add a little bit to that as well. The uh, swell's going to be up to about uh, two metres at one stage. And today is as very specific that uh, to keep your eye on that sky because that wind velocity will change. And uh, Blake's Marine open today? Yeah, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. 4577-6699. Thank you for listening, everyone. Same time, same channel tomorrow. Safe boating, everyone. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end. Immediate.